0: single verse is married are you happy yes i'm happy it's different strokes for different folks the difference is who wipes your ass when you're old hey, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome back <laughs> We're still here. We're, We're still, still here. here and kicking. Kick,
0: oh, stop kicking. It hurts.
1: <laughs> this is my best friend, Tara Jean O'Brien.
0: This is my best friend, Tina Louise Eckert.
1: I'm single.
0: And I'm married. And this is Single, single versus, versus Married. married. The Only one will survive.
2: <laughs> uh, it's uh,
0: it's a nice day today outside, I'm going to say that. Yeah. And it's a nice day to introduce our very first mini-series. I know.
1: It's such commitment. This is
0: a three-parter. This (laughs) is a three-parter. We're going to talk all about kids, the choice to have them, the choice to not, Not. the choice to be none of your damn business if we have them or don't.
1: Yeah. Don't. Kids shame me for not bringing a kid into this world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll You're shame welcome. You. I'll shame you for other things, <laughs> yeah, not children. You.
1: But also, I should get like a fruit basket. Like, thank you for not procreating. <laughs> thank
0: you for your womb being closed. <laughs> I just, I think this is such a topic, especially... You know, it's, it's a topic for every young woman once you hit the ripe old age of getting your period, apparently. <laughs> but especially when you get married. So Art and I have been married for, it'll be nine years in like a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. And we don't have kids. And we've been together for 16 years. And I can tell you the number one question prior to us getting married and after us being married is like, oh, you're married, that's great. Do you have kids? No. But that never is not, that's not where it stops. Because yeah. that's where it should stop. It's like, you don't have kids? No next comes why it's
1: so inappropriate
0: it's it's, so
1: inappropriate the why you have to be prepared for what that answer is right because it could be something horrible okay here so
0: ask me ask me the question
1: Hey, do you have kids? No, I don't have kids. Oh,
0: why? Oh, um, well, my uterus fell out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's worst case scenario.
1: I wasn't ready for that. Plus, I got a visual. <laughs>
0: I'm, like, I'm like, was that just like a really heavy flow you had on their period? Well, you know that bag I carry with me all the time? It's not a purse, it's just holding my inner organs. It's
1: just, but it's rude. Like, you don't know what the other person was going through. Oh. Or, and also,
0: just the opposite don't want kids. To answer So that and so for Art and I, and this is getting personal, I have as far as I know, no problems getting pregnant because I've never been pregnant, I've never been almost pregnant, and I've never been accidentally pregnant. Because you know what? I don't want kids. Yeah. So that's just who I am. And it's I think it's yeah, obviously it's a choice for everybody, but for Art and I, because we got together when I was young, I was in my early twenties and I wasn't 100% decided, right? Like, I was like, oh, well, let's see where life takes me. Uh, My 20s took me to being very poor (laughs) because I was an actor. Yeah. So living in Los Angeles as an actor or doing anything really in Los Angeles when you're first starting out, I mean, having a child in LA is incredibly expensive. Like, I read some figure that, and I don't know if this is just LA or just in general, that it costs $250,000 to raise a child from zero to 18, not like, not including college. It's crazy. That's a lot of money. It is. You know, um, the... What's hard for me is that you
1: know me a long time, but you see how I play with children. Oh, I yeah. love kids. I'm a kid magnet. I love kids too. I, but I love, genuinely love kids this unconditional love, this free spirit. I love playing with them. I just don't want them. Yeah. And, and people don't believe me because they see how I play with kids and they see how interacting, I, you know, interactive I am. So they, they're just like, no, she's just saying that. But I really, I remember exactly the point where I decided I didn't want to have kids. Oh, you had a pinpoint.
0: Yeah. See, mine was just like, I sort of like, it became like, "Mm, I'd like to go on vacation instead.
1: (laughs) Mine was, I bought a book and it was about the drama of the gifted child. And I thought it was about smart kids.
0: (laughs) The drama I, yeah, of it because oh, it's an autobiography because I was,
1: I was in the gate program, gifted and talented and enriched. So I thought it was the drama of smart kids like, no one understands us, and like our brains are so creative. No, <laughs> it's really about <laughs> it's all about the psychological journey of getting the opposite of what you want. So if you weren't hugged enough as a child, right? Then when you have a child, you overhug your child, which then makes that child not want to hug you back, and it's a constant cycle. Whoa. so all the issues that you came. You bring to the table to your kid, you get... Because you're hoping you get what you want back, and you don't. You get the opposite. That's very deep. And I was like, oh, I know this crazy buffet of drama I have. Like, I can't bring that to my kid.
0: That's so And funny. I immediately,
1: that was like the moment where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do this.
0: Well, that's 100% one thing you and I absolutely share and I think what's our all our friends with kids love is you and I walk into a room and where do all the children go? <laughs> like, Auntie Tina, Auntie Tara! Uh, and then no, they like come I, <laughs> running and no, I they love run, it. No, wait, they run to you, they run
1: away from me. That's true. That's 100% <laughs> so true. So I'm like, ah! And they're like, ah!
0: <laughs> Little Nathan, will like he'll ask me, he's like, is Tina Louise coming over? <laughs> like so scared but yet so in love and it's funny because they all say like oh god all our little boys are going to like marry women that look just like you when they grow up (laughs) I feel so bad See,
1: drama of the gifted child. The drama of the gifted child.
0: I just, you know, it's a personal decision. And I think for, for Art and I specifically, and I, I think a lot of couples we know, you feel a pressure at some point where all your friends are having kids. And it's like, is this what we're supposed to do? But I don't think either one of but us I, has but ever also, been like, yeah. You were,
1: you were late in the marriage game too. Thank you so much. <laughs> no,
0: but I mean, I was,
1: I was right behind you. Yeah.
0: But like late, I didn't get married till I was 31. But
1: there was a point where everyone started getting married. Mm -hmm. You know, then all of a sudden, everyone started to have kids. And we were behind that. You know, you got married, but a little later than everyone else started getting married. And then the kid thing, you just see it like popcorn popping around us. Like all these kernels, all of a sudden, they're just popping around. I'm like,
0: when did this happen? Like,
1: Yeah. I remember getting upset that I had to go to so many bachelorette parties. Now I have to go to so many baby showers.
0: Oh, it was all mixed in for me, baby showers, bachelorette parties. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing that I wish would stop is the follow-up question to why. because. In, like generally, if the follow-up question to why is like, oh, I tried IVF or some terrible sad story or like mm. if most of the women in my life I know that have kids have all had miscarriages, okay. which is another terrible awful thing to go through and you know sometimes you step in it you get to hear about it right yeah. and a lot of people are not emotionally ready or available like when they because they think oh kids it's a great question and then they get something heavy and then they're like oh god how do I Homer Simpson into this bush like how do I back <laughs> out of it
1: that's a good an- analogy it, yeah.
0: it's so the, the answer should be is it's really none of your business yeah.
1: you know I I got asked not too not too long ago someone asked me if I had a boyfriend and I said no <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like oh you know Something about me being in a relationship, and then they said, "Well, don't you want to have kids one day?"
0: Uh, yep, hundred percent.
1: And I was like, well, "So I have to get <laughs> like the, my end game is to have kids." I don't think right. that's your end game. My end game should be I meet somebody I like and I love right. and I fall in love with, and then the only thing that we can do is to have a child together to like make our love even longer, or whatever yeah. bullshit people say. Yeah. But like, right. but like, but when she said, "Like, don't you want to have kids one day?" Like, that's the ends to a means, I guess.
0: Yeah but the answer no. the answer if you if your answer is no then you should be like okay great but a lot of people just aren't and i get it that that people who have children or have multiple children they don't understand it because just like i don't understand i've had many girlfriends who have said to me especially all throughout my 30s and my late 20s they're like just wait just wait oh. and i think there's an actual hormonal clock and we've talked about this before and we'll talk about it again that i witnessed a lot of my girlfriends go through and i think it's such like a a primal thing that a clock does turn on and your body is just like I must procreate and I've I don't that switch has never switched on for me I'm so thankful me too
1: I think our relationship would have changed a lot sure
0: but so so that's one thing where I was like I just I've never identified with that and it's I I'm I love my friends that have kids and I love their kids generally and (laughs) so they understand I think they understand that that our choice is our choice, but I also think some of them are like, oh, I wish I could share this experience with, with you, which again, totally appreciate and totally understand. But now Art and I are at the age, because everybody's a dick, but they're like, <laughs> well, I mean, your uterus must be shriveling yeah. yeah. Like, uh, maybe you guys will adopt. And that's what we're going to talk about today, adopt. because our guest has adopted, and I think it's a fascinating process as well, that is often the right answer for a lot of couples, no matter if you can have children or if you can't. I think it's amazing. I think so, too. Let's introduce her. Let's introduce her. Our dear friend, Tina Sanchez. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I forgot there's two Tinas. <laughs> How dare you? I'm well, sitting right here. Because I never I never think of you as a Tina. I think of you as Tina Louise, obviously. Think... Right. <laughs> 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 Tina's already regretting this
2: whole... Oh, uh, it's no, happening, Tina. It's no. happening. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but I am actually Maria Christina. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> it's that boring. It's too many Tina's. People make that mistake all the time. You're it's, not the first. It's too You're many so Tina's. Basic. That's right. And the Marie You guys would, are basic. Marie you are all married. like
0: born of the same generation named Tina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like we have any control over that. You know, it's funny what you just said. I actually thought about this the other day. What? If you, you know, like if you meet like an Ethel, they're always going to be like in their 90s. It was like a very popular was, name. So sure. like Cody's are like around 20 now. Like all the yeah, Cody's. there's a lot of Cody's. Are, like 20. So like you could just group people By like their eight, like if you know their names, like if it's a bunch of Cody's, you're like, oh, he's probably in his 20s. Like you just group them, except for old names, because now old names are coming back. So like, oh yeah, I know Hazel, Dorothy. I know a
0: little girl named Emma. Yeah.
1: So Emma could be like Hazel could be either 98 or one or four. Yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly. Anyways, Tina, I've known Tina for oh gosh, I would say like at least 15 years now. We did theater together. Yes. We started a theater company together, which shall go nameless, but that provided us a whole lot of great experiences and friendships. Yes. Good times. Good Good times. I mean, that's where we all met, like your husband and my husband, we all Yeah. We all congregated, lasting bonds. We built a building, and I just, and I just hung building. out
1: in the background.
0: <laughs> you supported right. by, you supported by coming to all our shows. I, I did come to, yes, to all your shows. Yes. Lots of good comic relief. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I've always admired you because you've always been a passionate person, no matter what you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we've always bonded about is also like your love and care about the environment and sustainability and all that. Yep. Oh, fun fact, not sad fact, fun Fun fact. fact. We have a segment called Fun Fact, Sad Fact, Tina. So if you have a fun fact, you have to follow it up by a sad fact. Tina made your wedding cakes. Oh, Tina did make our wedding oh, cakes. Yes, oh, because we talk a know. lot about Sarah Jean's wedding? <laughs> First of all, the look on her face was like pure pain. She's <laughs> like, oh god, uh, let's remember that. Uh, triggered. Triggered. No, while the rest of us were all slaving. Well, so again, I had no money for a wedding, so it was really like a community effort. Mm. And Tina made because she's an amazing baker. Thank you. Made oh, thank our you. literally made our wedding cakes. And
2: how many were there? It was like four.
0: There were like there were a few. Small, different cakes, yes. They were all complicated and amazing. Delicious.
1: And she had to make them on location, like we were all staying in a cabin. She didn't yeah, make it in the She made cabin. it in the cabin
0: and I remember I walked in the kitchen for two seconds. It was literally like covered in flour. <laughs> and I looked looked at Tina and she's like sweating and like she's got six bowl. and I was like, What have I done? I'm a I terrible just, person. I was
2: totally in control the whole
0: time. You did so great. So it was know. amazing. Yeah, was No, I saw it. Like, I love that
2: I remember your wedding a little more than you
1: do.
0: It was all blur. <laughs> we can talk about weddings. That was all a blur. Because all the people I love most in the world are in one spot. It's very overwhelming. Yeah anyways it was a pleasure it was great fun (laughs) so tina tell us about you you've been married to a young man named nathan yeah for
2: how long uh over 20 years how'd you guys meet
0: we met in
2: college Mm -hmm. yeah and there you go that was like two years friends two years engaged and there we were 20
1: years yeah and you guys are still nice to each other. I
2: know.
0: Oh, no, yes. you really are. We,
2: well, it, it, we work at that. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. It takes <laughs> work. It does take work. I, I
1: appreciate that because people were like, oh, well, you met your right person. You don't. No, yeah. you
0: have to work. No, you always have to work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And you guys have a beautiful nine-year-old boy.
2: Yes, named Mm, yes, darling, darling Vincent, darling
0: Vincent, my love, yes, yeah, Tina Louise and Vincent have a little too much in common. We FaceTime. It's not weird, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, he loves you. Yeah, I hung out
2: with them in Hawaii. I think he'd rather live with you than with me. Actually, actually. I think he would. I think, too. but also I don't think he would like it. I'm very
0: no. strict. Yeah, like, I'm he, very. He'd look, regret I, that decision. I'm fine, but I'm
1: kind of stern with rules. Should take
2: him for
0: a few days just so he can know the real you. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so, he comes
1: back learning another language. That's cool. Right.
0: <laughs> so did you and Nathan always want kids? I think in theory, mm-hmm. sure we <laughs> no. did. Yeah, but you
2: know, like you, we were actors, and so that was our baby. For the yeah, longest absolutely. time, you know, you're you're very devoted to your career. and Priorities it's, it's, are a little different. Yeah, it's very time consuming and unpredictable. And so for the longest time, we were kind of like, you know, there's no way a kid fits into this equation. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, and then you roll up around 30 and you're like, I think I was supposed to have done something. Mm. Yeah. They say that there's this biological clock. Did you feel this biological clock? no okay (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: i I think it's a common bond in our friend group (laughs) yeah i kept
2: waiting and was like they say yeah i'm just not neither of us and you know and every now and then we check in with each other like so about this kid thing like we're we're getting older and if we don't choose to do this at some point the the window will pass Mm -hmm. right so then what happened well, we had to actually make an intellectual decision. Go figure. No. Weird. Yes. Nathan? Yeah. Intellectual?
0: <laughs> that sounds like yeah. sounds fake news. <laughs> sounds Sounds like a sad fact. Sad fact. Sad fact. <laughs> so, which, was, which
2: was great. And you know, and thinking of all the people who ha- you just get pregnant accidentally. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, how does that, how do you even deal with that? Because we really took a long time to think, okay, so if we're going to do this, there have to be these set of circumstances and... Yeah, why don't we go ahead and choose to do this? Okay. So then what was that journey like? So then, you know, you try to do it the easy way and that doesn't work out. Yeah. Boning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Straight up get on <boning. laughs> the 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 typical way. Right. <laughs> and that didn't work out too well for us. Mm-hmm. And so so we ended up adopting. Do you ever think, like, God, why
1: did I take birth control for so long, or why did I t- use a condom if I can't get oh, pregnant? Yeah. Like, why am I, even I taking control? I, I
0: totally thought, yeah, I was like, like well, all that those, was those the years I put waste yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah.
2: all yeah. those
1: hormones <laughs> you put in your body for what? <laughs> right. Yeah, for what? Thanks. When this exactly, wasn't gonna work yeah. out
0: anyways. Yeah. Um, so can, t- let's talk about the adoption process. So you, I know you did not adopt a child in the United States. That is correct. Where tell us about how how you acquired said child. I, you know, I have to start
2: by saying some of this. Uh, I find that when you speak frankly about adoption, people are frequently shocked. Why do you think that is? I think there's a lot of magic. In, mm. in the human mind, around the process of having babies, like okay. romanticizing it. Oh yeah. yeah, there's a lot of superstition. There's a lot of don't ask, don't tell. There's right. things we don't say, and and I actually think that that primarily uh, hurts women <laughs> more than anybody else. Absolutely. But I'm just going to be frank that's, about all. I would no questions. appreciate that. But that's <laughs> so interesting
0: that you can't talk oh, I know, Yeah.
1: openly and honestly about yeah. the adoption process
0: like I want to you know I, like, I want to dig into this but I think I understand like what you're getting at because again it's a personal decision and judgment is real high oh yeah around the whole everything to
2: do with parenthood and 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 that includes adoption
0: Okay, so you got your child, you adopted your child from Colombia. Correct. And how and why did that happen?
2: Uh, We chose to adopt internationally, frankly, because the US, like most developed countries, is really into open adoption. Okay. They feel strongly that that uh, respects the rights of the genetic parents as well as the adoptive parents. And can you explain a little bit about what open adoption means for anybody that might not know? Uh, It means that you have the option to maintain contact with – well, it's part of the adoptive agreement. You maintain contact with the genetic parents if they want to be contacted. And they can come in at any time? Uh, You have to go through the process of working out how you want to contact them, how they should contact you, and all of that. That's
1: complicated. It's
0: very complicated. For the kid. Oh, yes. It's
1: complicated. It's like – if you, if you're, let's say your mom is constantly, like, kind of in your life, but then you're with your adoptive parents, there's never, like, that line, that, that, that really deep line of, like, who your real parents are.
0: That's, that's exactly yeah. right. Quick side note, my nieces are adopted, uh, beautiful nieces. I love them very deeply and very much. And they technically, because they weren't, they were adopted in the United States, they technically have that open clause as well, but the brothers never come back in the picture, and I think they're 13. And I think it would be totally, totally disruptive if she did.
2: Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Colombia
1: doesn't have that clause,
2: right? Well, and and even if you did have that, they're on a different continent, you know. <laughs> right. So yeah, try yeah, to find yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, yes, yeah, so it's it's much cleaner. So
1: why did you choose Colombia?
2: So we figured out that so certain countries like to adopt. Their children to citizens of that country first. So, they, a lot of countries will do that when they get preferential treatment. And so, I am a US citizen, but my mother was born in Colombia. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so we figured out that through that connection, we could make the process happen much faster. OK, so, so <laughs> right. like
0: you go through the process, say like you're approved now, like what are the next steps into getting a child?
2: It's kind of rigorous. You do. You have to do medical exams. You have to do psychological exams. You, I was like, you <laughs> <Bailed. laughs> you're out.
0: <laughs> <How> dare you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yes, you have to show. Oh, yeah, there's a home visit. The social worker comes to your house and like, you know, it, it's a little bit. It's a little bit intense, but I was kind of like I, I viewed it more as like these are just hoops, Nathan. You you do not need to uh, worry so much. But he was like, no, we got to make sure that uh, every outlet is covered, and you know we've got everything is childproof. And I'm like, this oh. is like the, the, we're not gonna get the kid for months from now. I don't think they're gonna like say, oh, that's it. You can't adopt.
1: That's like the one thing. Like yeah. I see one outlet. That's right. <laughs> I can yeah. Put my
0: finger but. in there.
1: <laughs> How long from start to finish but, did it take?
0: Hold on. Before we go on to that, like I just think it's fascinating. That that there's so many rigorous hoops to jump through to adopt a child, yet I could pop out a baby right now, and I don't have to, like, really check with anybody. Nobody comes to my house. Nobody checks my background, does a medical exam for me or I They don't husband. even care
1: if you have outlets. I know, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. But it's, it's just, like, a fascinating double standard, and I don't think it's just this country. It's just in general. It's It's, like well the woman or the person who has the child who's gonna give it up like they could take that baby home right away and they wouldn't get a home visit yeah right and they actively want a child well, yeah. yes like exactly those yeah people yep. but once. anyways I just find it fascinating that oh yeah that it's so rigorous for adoptive parents which again you don't want some weirdo like adopting a bunch of babies and then like collecting like whatever kind of like <laughs> payments from the government talk about Angelina Jolie totally. yeah Angelina I'm talking to you yeah. B. <laughs> I'm scared you got a bunch of kids in your house am just saying it's it's just an interesting uh yeah double standard oh yeah it is that a 16 year old could go pop out a couple kids and oh yeah but you have to take a class
2: oh exactly yeah, yeah. oh oh yeah and, and there was the class right the class was i think it was probably maybe three or four weeks of coming every week to talk about adoption and how your parenting is going to be, your situation is going to be a little different. Then you know, like, and how you're going to talk to your child about adoption and all that. Sure. Did anyone try to talk you out of it? Hmm. Um, no, I don't know. It didn't, you know. And if they did, I probably wouldn't have listened. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's, that's so true. We're like, yeah. I don't have any memory of anybody trying to talk me out of it. <laughs> that's happened?
1: interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I would just think more of just that, uh, you. Know, the next question would be like, oh, why adoption? Right. That's right up there of when people ask us, why don't you have a kid? I think it's equally rude to be like, why are you adopting? Right. Because you don't know the answer.
2: Exactly. Well, yeah, there is that. And people do feel comfortable, you know, asking that. But I think when you're adopting, they – they assume it's infertility, and so mm. which is really interesting because I remember in high school Can't point thinking, to the woman,
0: point <laughs> to the woman. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all your fault, yeah, um, you barren monster. Yeah, that's essentially the subtext of all of it, right?
2: But um, but I do remember in high school thinking radical thinker that I was that like wouldn't it be smart if everybody just adopted I mean I know there's like an overpopulation problem I've heard that before so why don't we all just adopt these accidental babies that are happening everywhere for a while and you know like not necessarily have to have them
0: so what you're saying is your dreams came true yeah kind of
1: (laughs) (laughs) so from the beginning of the process to when you got
2: Vincent how long did that take it was about a year which was really awesome because I'm sure everybody has heard the stories about like it took us ten years to get our baby, and it's true. A lot of people are just languish in this process forever. So we were very, very lucky. Why
0: do you think? Why do you think it just takes some people like extra time to get I, a child?
2: I have no idea. Um, going through the process like we did, I mean, part of it is you literally just filling out forms and turning them in. Wow it is really just a ton of that and i can see if you had career constraints if you had but you know you i mean i suppose it's like completing a phd mm-hmm. like either you're going to get the paper done <laughs> or you're not you know and you can take as long as you want to get it done but yeah. um but sometimes i think it's just um It might be red tape. I I
1: learn a lot from TV. And in Sex in the City, when Charlotte (laughs) wanted to adopt a baby, it took her a long time. They were like checking the mail constantly, and they found out she
0: lived in New York. Yeah, and she was friends with some kind of hookery women, so (laughs) she didn't pass the background (laughs) check.
1: (laughs) But like in the show, it made it look like they they never knew when they were going to get a baby. And They just waited and waited and waited, and all of a sudden they got a letter with a picture of the Asian baby, and then they got it.
2: It's very mysterious. Um, I'm like there's yeah. so
1: many people. Like why is it so hard? If there's people actively wanting to adopt, why to make it why is it so hard? Is right. it the responsibility like they're afraid that the whoever adopts them they- like if something bad happens to the child, it's their responsibility. Yeah, I
2: think that's complicated because the one thing people want to avoid is human trafficking. Well, yes, <laughs> right, right. So they so there's a lot of vetting on both the 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 genetic parents and the adoptive parents, and because of that, and then of course every little step of the way could be a point for you know for human trafficking. You know any any step of the way. So I think that ideally that's what they're trying to. Yeah, handle right. sure but on the other hand is there an economy of adoption is there money happening here of
0: course there is like so do you pay like this is a good question did you pay like this the like country of columbia like is there fees to like get oh, this child yes and, oh, oh really? yeah
2: so you know i mean say you were to adopt a child in los angeles do you know that it is cheaper for you, the adoptive family, to? Uh, oh golly, I'm like, am I gonna get in trouble for saying this? But when we were doing our research, it was cheaper to adopt a minority child. What? Yep. Than to adopt a white child.
0: Like, what is the cost? Are they like, like just? It's to- thousands of
2: dollars, right? Okay. Yeah. It's a lot. So, but it's less if you're gonna get a minority child. Yeah.
0: I it's even... less,
2: yeah. It's less to get an older child. Like if you're gonna get a child who's three years o- or, you know, they'll give you a discount because this is an older Ew, it child. It sounds like a car dealer. Yeah, oh,
0: that's like it's used, it's lightly uh, used. Right, may have some problems on the inside. <laughs> right, but like the outside looks okay to us right now. You that's know, terrible. Yeah,
2: and you know, and I'm sure somebody'd be like, well, you know, you're you're simplifying this or you're 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 painting this in the wrong light. I am simply. S- the facts
1: I think it's important this is really important to be transparent about things like this this Ah. is things that our listeners don't maybe the about but don't get to hear and people need to hear these things and
0: as you said this is like a secret like that it's always weird to talk about adoption right yeah. and i don't know why it's just sort of like been ingrained in our culture that may you know what maybe it goes back to when you like women like back a while ago it was like embarrassing to have a child out of wedlock so if you adopted a child it meant that you'd adopt a child that was out of wedlock and so essentially like it's all these like john snow bastards everywhere right so maybe that's why there's so much stigma on it whereas yes. now which essentially is is Like, that's a lot of women who are having babies that don't want them, probably coming from that background. So maybe that's where it's from.
1: Or it could be because that movie, Annie, (laughs) and no one wanted kids that sing. (laughs) (gasps)
2: Oh my god. Have you done a review of Disney films or animated films? And no. searching for adoption stories. On, Tilly's
0: really just made herself laugh. I don't want kids who sing. <laughs> I do want if they clean floors with their rags. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is where people stop listening. Oh, my God. So, Tita, so you said it took about a year from the time that, like, you knew you were going to get Vincent to get him back home. And yeah. how old was Vincent when you got him? Eight months old.
2: Oh, uh, well, no, wait. When he when we got him to the U.S., he was 10 months old because there was, uh, we spent, I spent two months in Colombia handling stuff.
0: Why? Why did it take, what happened?
2: <laughs> we were in, uh, Colombia was going through an election, mm-hmm. and so... Uh, Turns out, when you go through an election, it's like a regime change over there. Like uh, the courts are like, oh, all of these judges who worked under this president are now gone, and we oh. have to have all new judges. Yeah, something like that. So you could,
0: so you just literally had to wait.
2: Yep, they're like, oh nope, there's there's no court today. And then there was, <laughs> then you told me there was a problem
1: with the paperwork on the U.S. side. Oh
2: yeah, on the U.S. So we could have gotten Vincent. They actually notified us. Look, here's your baby when he was five months old.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But the U.S. Had a little difficulty uh, reading his medical
0: report. So, Is it because they were in Spanish? <laughs> no. And apparently, like I don't know, maybe we speak English here, and nobody else. I barely else
1: speak English. I think we all know that there's
0: a translation problem, right?
2: Well, all of the documents were very nicely translated. Oh, good. But they used uh, they used a little rare word that isn't frequently used, like uh, "eutrophic." You can quickly Google that and find that it means normal. Oh, okay. They sent us a letter back saying, yeah, it says here on the medical report that your kid is eutrophic and you do not have clearance to adopt a special needs child. And I was like, do they not have Google on the federal government God. servers? I'm sorry, we like, don't. We don't let people
1: adopt unicorns. Right? I'm
0: so sorry. He's eutrophic. He's got one horn in the, in the middle control. of his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're oh. gonna need to keep him here. Oh. He's special.
2: Oh.
1: Eutrophic.
2: I forgot. There were
1: there
0: eutrophic. were actually
2: a total of three reasons. The other one was he has a heart murmur. Ew. And I was like, I have you a have a <laughs> heart murmur. <laughs> <How>
0: dare you
2: <laughs> Like that does not mean you're special anything. needs. Yeah. Are you special needs, Tara? I mean, yes, Apparently. but like
0: just for my day-to-day existence, not for my. You have heart a heart murmur. murmur. Yeah. When did you find out you my have a heart, heart murmur? Goes,
2: <laughs> you have a heart. What? <laughs> That's the fun. Fact you know, right I should there. probably clarify that because uh, I'll bet people don't know that you you do have to have special clearance to uh, to adopt a special needs kid.
0: Sure.
2: So I, I just don't know if everybody knows that, and so it's it's part of your application process. It's part of your. But how frustrating process, when you're yeah. like he's eutrophic you're like yeah he's
1: normal and yeah. you have to explain that it's like oh, yeah. you have to explain it to the officials right
2: right it's something they should know about right away i mean like i called every doctor friend i had and were like can you please get me i need a letter today because if i don't get it basically you get the letter from your doctor friend one day later and they will process it a month later wow it's like that it's like do you guys not use emails you, uh, uh, faxes those things are delivered instantly
0: God, that
1: must have been so frustrating yeah. you knowing that the baby's ready yeah. to be picked up
2: yeah
0: how much did you know about the baby before you got him like did you get like was there a choice i know that sounds like, like maybe, a boy like, girl like, uh, or- they,
2: yeah it's really crazy the questions that they asked and i think this was on columbia's side where they had lots and lots of options yes you do get to choose boy girl or we don't care and hmm. uh, we, we opted for we don't care because we were like, well, you normally don't get to pick, right? right? So, yeah. and But they will ask you, they were questions as specific as, do you care if the father is HIV positive? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And it's you're like, specific. what does that have anything to do with the infant? Right. Because you can get it from your mother through gestation, right? Yeah. You can't get it from your, the, your dad's sperm. I don't think that's don't ever been that's documented that that is transmitted that way. So what a weird question to ask, right? That's so interesting. Do you
1: think some of the questions are to try to deter you from adopting? It's no. like, scary? I,
2: You know it's what? All like I like a
0: litmus test, kind of. You
2: know what I think it is? I think is the one of the things they're trying to avoid is you rejecting the baby. And that's an option. Um, yeah. It, I think it happens all the time. I mean, you guys really? heard about that horrible case where somebody adopted from Russia and then like the child was like seven and they sh- put him back on a plane. Did you yeah. t- oh, yeah. hear this?
0: That's yeah. awful. Yeah. Well, he was a spy, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> the eye patch kind of gave eye patch away. <laughs> it away. Yeah,
2: it was. It was a really. It, it's terrible. terrible. Yeah. Apparently, parents do that all the time because you know.
0: Okay, uh, if you did that, stop. What's ro- like stop? Like
2: I I, yeah. I'm honestly
1: I I. I I can't explain of how selfish you are if you did that. A right. seven-year-old, you just impacted that child's life
0: right, right now by yeah.
1: rejecting that child.
0: Like, this isn't an it's, animal. It's not like a dog that you got from the pound right. who has, like, behavioral issues and you're like, you know what? Maybe I don't need this oh, How long is a flight yeah. to Russia? It's long. Hey, Tara Jean here. I just had my annual skin cancer screening and the good news is my doctor barely looked at me. I've had two precancerous growths removed from my body so I take it pretty seriously but I'm not sure my new doctor feels the same way. Annual skin cancer screenings are a great opportunity to stand naked under fluorescent lights while a doctor, who you think might be a little attracted to you, says everything's fine as he rushes out of the room. Don't get your annual skin cancer screening because it can literally save your life. Get it to remind yourself what it's like to have a man dismiss your concerns. Schedule your screening today. Okay, so Vincent gets home. He's a year old now. Yeah, what do you, did you have? You guys faced anything that you were surprised about, like stigma from anybody about having an adopted child?
2: I guess it was a little surprising some adults' reactions, and and this goes back to my idea that there seems to be a lot of superstition and magical feelings about magical thinking about the whole process of being a parent and having children. But um, yeah, we we like had a... Some you know, people we knew who were very educated and, you know, like functional people who were like and so do you feel that you you are able to love this baby as if it was your own? <laughs> it's, it's so and rude. We were like, it's so rude. I can't even
0: <laughs> process the line of thinking on that, but also yeah. what what
1: other answer than of course
0: would be probably like, be, be like, like nah, it's, he's chal- all right. it,
1: it's challenging. Yeah, like, who like,
0: would who'd answer
2: like that? Yeah, it but it's weird. I mean, you if you I think if you Google this, you can people have written pretty frankly about their process of starting to love their child, but. You can also Google like normal dad whose wife got pregnant and, you know, like they will, if they're honest, well, some people have written some really interesting descriptions of how long it took them to love their child.
0: I have a friend and I won't tell, say who it is, but it was a dad and his wife had um, some, like they had kids. They have three kids now. And when the first kid was born, he was like, for the first two months, like I didn't know what, like it just, there was, it was this thing and it kind of is because the father's experience sometimes is so because you're connected to it for nine months usually you're pregnant whatever but he was like I thought like there was something wrong with me I was terrified for like the the rest of my life that I was just never going to get it like this is not like how terrifying he's like but then there was a there's a moment where we started connecting when the baby got a little like with smile or something so I just I think it's Think but, think even natural, not, but even natural but even natural birth mod-
1: mothers do that too. A yeah. lot of natural yeah. birth mothers yes. have that disconnect too. Yeah. So just that's just that's a rude question. People never cease to amaze me with these kind of questions.
0: Do you think it's hard? Do you think it's still hard to be an adopted child? Like, do you think Vincent's had extra problems that maybe some of his peers have not? Uh,
2: I think it's no different. Oh God, this is gonna sound really terrible, but this is this is (laughs) this is the world I live in. Like, okay, so it it is no worse than being an unattractive child, uh, an awkward child, Mm. Um, anything that anybody could possibly tease you about. At, you know in mm. elementary school they're gonna find that and they're gonna do that to you if they don't like you if you're not cool enough I mean it's normal does he ever show like aggression if people tease him about it no luckily he is uh he's very chill when it comes to other people. Aggressing on him. He's, he, his, he'll, he'll, he feels it and he'll come home and say, you know, so and so was teasing me or, you know, so and so keeps asking me, like, oh, you're adopted, huh? To what, you know, like, I didn't know you were adopted, you know, and, and, uh, most of his peers, a lot of his peers, like from his TK classes, kindergarten class, they've known it forever. And so they don't even think anything about it, but it's just when you have new kids in your class and they don't know and they hear it from other people and then they're all curious and they wanna, he, he kind of doesn't wanna talk about it. But he, um, Luckily, is is not very reactive about. So that.
1: I would never tease an adopted kid if I was a kid because I'd be like, his best comeback would be like, "Yeah, I was wanted. I was chosen." Yeah, <laughs> people <laughs> want people paid for me.
0: But how did you? How did you tell Vincent? So he knows.
2: He he's, knows. Yeah, he's known. And, and that was that was one of the very handy things we learned at the adoption class. Actually, they because they've done a bunch of research. You know, people have studied adopted kids and how they acclimate and you know how well adjusted they are and blah blah blah. And so it turns out that if you if you don't tell them they're adopted, that's just a really bad plan. Yeah. Um, Because it can be really traumatic for them when they find out. I mean, we after school specials. Right. It's yeah. like
0: you're going through the family album and you're like, wait, what? No, yeah. or like
2: you need to get like a liver transplant. That's right. But like and no one like, can give you blood. We're not your right. blood type. <laughs> yeah. Why? You're adopted. Oh. I'm 38. Why didn't you ever tell me? All right. And you know, and every kid is different. I mean, it's just like every oh. I was about to give away about Santa Claus. Everybody here knows about Santa Claus, right? I mean, they <laughs> learn, you learn things that, you know, that so you, you, told him that him that you he, didn't know yeah. and he so he's known ever since he was a baby, you know. It's just like I'm mommy, this is daddy, you're Vincent and you're adopted. You know, it's it, that's he's, just that's just your story and that's just, you know, just like my story is I'm sitting here in front of you. You know, it's So you always just said it. So it was never
1: like a sit down talk. It was no. just like you kind of told it like a bedtime story.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and uh, in the beginning, I think we did tell it as a story on a regular basis. Like, just in case you forgot, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's... Tell the story of you, you know, as a bedtime story. It's so beautiful. And there you were. And we picked you up. And And then um, there was an election. And then I had to stay for two months. (laughs) Right. I didn't even get to vote in it. And everybody loved you so much. Look, let's look at some pictures of the day we brought you home and how the family had decorated the living room with balloons and,
0: you know, things like that. So let me ask you this. Would you recommend adoption to people who are asking? (laughs) As an alternative to having your own?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but that's, that's, for me, that has a lot to do with uh, climate change and how our planet is being (laughs) degraded.
0: So you're a very big advocate for, obviously, like environmental awareness. And I know that you do something. um, You have been doing this and you'll have to tell me how long but your house you tried to have zero waste come out of your home yeah so, like which like so this means like just like very specifically I'll let you talk about this because I think it's a very interesting thing to be doing and it inspires me like when I get a water bottle now I'm like oh Tina would be really mad that I just <laughs> got this oh <So> it's true <laughs> like that water bottle <laughs> yeah. so explain a little bit about what happens in your house and how this connects to children in general yeah so
2: I am not, like, the person who carries around facts in her head, but I did just see a little statistic recently about, you know, the, the thing that's causing climate change and the greenhouse effect and all this stuff is carbon, right? Correct. And so it's, it's up in the atmosphere. And so, like, a single person, like, human being being born is, is like, produces, like, 5.8 tons of carbon, Per year, it's I think. Just from farming, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there are other things you can do to, you know, not destroy the earth and cause human extinction. And some of those are, oh, don't fly as much, things like that. Don't drive a gas car, things like that. But certainly, creating a human who is going to consume plastic and petroleum and produce, you know, it's just the, the waste produced by a single human in the United States is just huge. The energy cost is huge. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's kind
0: of like, why wouldn't you get a human that's already been made, but accidentally by someone else? Well, if we were just going over some statistics, like we looked this up right before the show, because we were talking about it. So currently on the planet Earth, there are 7.7 7 billion people, which is that's a lot. The most human life that's ever been on the planet at any other time just for example in the year 1900 there were 1.6 billion people so in 100 years we've gone up 1.1 billion people
2: that's insane like
0: i think there's no other like statistic you need to know about like well that's what's causing a lot of the things that are going on yeah and but anyway so at your house it's very interesting so explain what happens like the zero waste idea
2: yeah so so basically once i figured out that a lot of these things were just lifestyle choices like oh why do i have to buy all this plastic i don't have to buy all this plastic i can for one use a reusable water bottle two refuse a straw three refuse a plastic bag four not go to a restaurant that serves on disposable plates. I mean, just tiny things like that. Every single day that's in front of you. There's, you know, there's Starbucks, there's all of these, and it's food. It's mainly food. It's grocery stores and food. And so in my household, I just started, and Vincent loves animals yes loves wildlife loves to watch nature programs and things like that and and so and luckily the nature programs are tackling this issue as well and so they're all like look at the plastic that was found in this turtle's belly and and look how this blue whale is being injured and killed in the the port of los angeles because these shipping contain you know tankers are hitting them in the head and stuff like that it's just horrible stuff like that so every time he wants to buy something and make like... him
1: watch a horrible documentary <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: like, every, a you whale know... that got his head hit for
0: that little toy
2: exactly that's <laughs> totally what i say to him i'm like well you could buy that but one, is it durable? Where is it going to end up? Is it going to be recycled properly? Is it just going to end up on a plastic island in the ocean where some turtle's going to eat it? And did it get here by injuring a blue whale in the process? And he's no like- No guilt, though. He's no like, guilt, He's though. like, I still want the Nerf gun.
1: I know. He's
2: like, I really want that thing. I don't want to play with this wheel on a stick. <laughs> right? I want a real toy. But luckily, in the US, there's so much cool stuff that already is here. Mm-hmm that somebody else bought Mm -hmm. that you can get used.
0: So just like <laughs> Tina Louise is a big fan of Facebook Marketplace, yeah. and her neighborhood is terrifying for the things that are sold. Love like, it. So you you advocate a lot of like if you want something, see if somebody else is already selling it like from their house, right. or if somebody already has it. Exactly. And he
2: loves it because like we'll go make a donation at the thrift store, and we're like, well, let's just pop in and do some shopping because that is pretty much guilt-free shopping. It's like I did not pay any major corporation to ship this to me. Yeah. This was already here.
1: I'm yeah. Tarji <laughs> knows I'm queen of self. Army, like, oh, yeah. I find treasures like I all the love time it.
0: all the time mm-hmm. I just applaud you though because you are so like you're such a great advocate for like standing by what you believe in and like pra- practicing what you preach even like taking your own silverware and flatware to restaurants which <laughs> like again that's enough ne- that's the next, that's step, next level some people are gonna yeah. think that's crazy and like that just seems hard but you know what
1: or bring your like oh you posted once you brought tupperware for your to go food.
0: Oh yeah, totally. So like that's something it's, it's simple. It's so simple and yeah. never
1: think about that. And you never think right. about
0: it. But what are you doing by like what are you saving by just one or two people doing that like every little neighborhood. Right. So, so
1: but it's like it goes back to the same idea of you at adopting. Like it's like you you recycled. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it is.
1: It is. It's, okay, I mean it it it's is. I mean it's so like in your vein of, how, you know. Yeah. So I you know um Nathan looks a little different than Vincent. Yes. yes. So, do people ever ask if that is his real father? Because he looks more like you.
2: Uh, Yeah, he does. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, there's some features that we have similar, but um, but that that is funny. And this goes back to the magical thinking. So some people be like. Wow, Vincent looks just like a mix of you and Nathan. And I'll be like, that's funny because he's adopted. adopted. (laughs)
1: Liar.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, so now I can't
2: believe anything. Oh, you like my hair? Probably don't. (laughs) (laughs) Great, yeah. And even after they find out, they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. He's adopted because he looks like you guys. But then some other people who are not blinded by the light they're just like yeah he looks nothing like
0: either of you (laughs) well i applaud you vincent's a lovely human being i enjoy him immensely i mean i hung
1: out with him in hawaii we were best friends i
0: get it you two are the same it's fine (laughs) you and the nine-year-old boy are like
1: (laughs) let's go play in the ocean he
0: loves you listen
1: he saw me jump off a cliff i have street cred
0: that's true and he didn't do it
1: no and i almost died
0: we have that video. We'll post that video of you looking that. like you like your body ripped in half as you fell down. I the was ocean.
1: beautiful ballerina. That's
0: yeah, so funny. Well, so do you have any other closing thoughts on the, like the whole process of adoption? Maybe you would have wanted people to treat you differently or like have the experience.
1: Oh my god, can you give her just oh, one? I'm gonna thing? give you six more questions. <laughs> no, I think
0: I, I think I got
2: something from that. Yeah, I. I, I think <laughs> oh, good, job, you, good job. Thank good you, job. Good job. <laughs> I, I would say that there. There needs to be a bit more awareness and sensitivity about the whole subject of having children in general, but adoption included in that. And people need to understand that their truth is their truth, not everybody's truth. So a lot of people approach the idea of having kids with this very magical thinking and, you know, children are perfect and and my child especially is perfect and why don't you have children because children are perfect. It's really interesting that people have not questioned these thoughts in their own heads. And they need to kind of ask more questions and look at other people's situations and be sensitive to that and realize, like, hold on a second. Maybe, maybe what I have taken for granted to be true is not true for everybody. Yeah, I guess people, Preach, people could have, uh, even
1: like, n- you know, natural born children, their parents at a young age could simply just have this conversation with them. Yep. You know, about adopted kids. Just like, yeah, because if no one talks to you about it, then how would you know as a kid? Right. You exactly. know,
0: I think in general, or just especially for like thinking about Vincent's experience, now he's going to go through life as an adopted child. And aren't um, my nieces are adopted. I think we've said that before. It's like they have a different experience and they kind of shouldn't, right? Like if if, if you're raising empathetic, Understanding children, they could like. I don't think a kid. It's wrong to ask a kid, "Oh, adopted." Like that's interesting, or like, what's that like? But it, on a way that's like, you want to learn, not like, "Oh, you're different. Why are you so different?" Yeah. And I'm happy you got Vincent.
2: Me yeah, too. I, I
0: do.
1: I love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gets all his good traits from me. So, um. Tina,
0: <laughs> do you have anything you want to like shout out or share with uh, our listeners oh. that they can get more information anywhere? Yeah, I. You know, there's a there's a huge
2: discussion around human population growth and climate change and if you want to find answers of course it's easy to just google that Mm -hmm. um but one nice little source is we said um,
1: google a lot we we need to get a sponsor google yeah (laughs) really
2: the center for biological diversity which has a little branch right here in la Hmm. um has a nice little article on human population growth and climate change and if you want to go to biologicaldiversity.org you can Take a look around. See That's if anything interesting there? Yeah. Okay. I do want to say one thing. Um, you get to say one thing. That's it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, no. Um, last weekend, I volunteered for a group. It's called PSI Love You Foundation.
2: Aww. And
1: they bring uh, about 300 foster kids to the beach. And there's oh. a mentor. Each kid gets a mentor. And we have events and we have gift bags and just all these, just so many different things just that really give them the whole experience of the beach to get a boogie board and a towel and we get to be a best friend. And it was absolutely lovely to do that. It was a whole day and it was absolutely wonderful. Plus I just got to play with kids, you know. <laughs> absolutely enjoyed that. But it's amazing what you can do just to make a difference in some kid's life. Like yeah. show them something that they haven't experienced and really give them your time. Right. I mean, even kids in, in families don't get always get one-on-one time. Absolutely. You know, so like, so I like it. And for the PSI Love You Foundation, You can sign up as a mentor or you can sign up as a mentor and sponsor. So that means you're going to mentor a kid and you're also paying for one of the, like helping with the cost of getting them over here.
0: And I think the bottom line is, I think it's beautiful that you adopted a child. I applaud you. And I think if anybody's out there, trying to consider the same thing. Reach out to your network of friends. Talk about the experience. Talk about what it's really like. Talk about the fact that like paperwork is not the end of the world. Medical tests are not the end of the world. If you want a child, there are so many children in America, not in America, that need you. And perhaps that's that's the better choice for your family and our planet. And uh, stop asking me and Art if we want to have kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I think, my general final message. Tina,
1: thank you so much. I mean, this has been a very eutrophic conversation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That means normal, by the way. That (laughs) means normal. Or does it mean unicorn? This is my a unicorn conversation.
1: I can't wait. (laughs) This word is going to be my normal word. That's what you're
0: saying 16 times today. I love it. I love it. Uh, I
1: know it's really, I think it's real important that people get to hear your side of the story from all angles. And I think it's interesting because you do really take it as a eco- awareness is that a word you go word. i think so yeah but you do you 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 live this way and you practice this way and i think it's absolutely beautiful
0: Way to be. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, well, this has been, yet again, another lovely episode. Um, if you liked this or if you didn't like it, you should click like and subscribe to this podcast anyway. I
1: mean, we're just going to come out with an episode every week. You know, never know what we're going to come we up with. never know what yeah. we're going
0: to talk about. On Instagram, we are Single vs. Married Podcast. That's Single vs. Married Podcast.
1: And on Twitter, we are Single v Married No S.
0: And on Facebook, we are Single vs. Married Podcast. Single vs. Married Podcast. And as always, we'd like to thank Jonathan Buchanan for our lovely music. He's such a guy. He he is a man. We did it, guys. Takes a village. Takes a goddamn village. village. Recycle!